Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Prep Zone podcast. I'm your host, Stefan Devino, and I'm delighted to have you with me today, Coach John Fay from the Gross Ice Hockey Team. Coach, how are you? Great. Doing great. Thanks. Thanks so much for joining us. Sure. Um, I'm so excited to learn a lot more about this co-op team. So let's get started with that. Can you explain a little bit what the Gross Ice Hockey Team is and how it works with three schools being on that team? Well, I think the program was started, you know, over, I've been with the program for 10 years and it started before I was there. But um, uh, from the time that I, I arrived, uh, it was a, it was a co-op with Stanford. Uh, Westport, um, Staples got involved with, with, uh, with Stanford who had the ice, um, who was looking for more players and the, and the, uh, the co-op was formed. You know, they had the rink, which is, which is a phenomenal um, asset to, to bring uh, the uh, the AD there, uh, Chris Passamano, has been super supportive of this of the team. I, I coach with uh, another head coach over there in Stanford. Um, everybody is on the same page, uh, from the athletic directors right down to the coaches. Um, and as I, I think you know, we may have talked about, uh, it, it spreads into the the team, and, and everyone is is kind of one unit together. And I see that it happens on the boys as well. Right. I mean, the boys side, they do have some co-op teams. Mm-hmm. And let me ask you, how is it um, as far as the girls go? You know, because it's tough. Everybody's in a different school, but they come in. How do they gel? How long does it take to gel? And, and how do you see that year after year? Is it getting better? Is it more difficult How, how in our day and age? Yeah, you know, that's that's a great question. And and I, I think it, it's really fun to watch as a coach, um, you know, to, to see the girls, it, there's something about hockey, I think, in general, no matter where you play it, it, there's something about being in the locker room. You know, we've had players come into this program um, who are either new, the, new to hockey or were figure skaters and, and you know, wanted that locker room environment. So I think uh, to answer your question, you know, it may be simply the, the locker room makes a, makes a big difference. It brings these girls together. Um, the sport is, is uh, it's just a great sport in general. Um, you know, at the end of the season, you know, one of the things they always say that they miss are the bus rides together and being together in the locker room. I mean, this, playing the game is obviously a lot of fun, but they just, they, we, we've been fortunate. They, you know, they compete hard against each other in, in other FCAC sports uh, during the, uh, the other seasons, but when it comes time to hockey, to play hockey, they're together. It is, and it's funny you mentioned school bus rides, right? So when I started, uh, I've, I've coached, you know, different rec levels, not never high school level, always rec, but I always found that the difference really wasn't a lot about the game, but it was about the time that if you'd go somewhere, you'd travel, you'd spend time with your friends. And that's what seems to be the difference. Like you talked about the locker room, right? And it's interesting you talk about different schools coming together. I mean, that, that's phenomenal. Yeah. And how long has the program been around? I know you said you've been with it 10 years, but has it been, have you been with it all 10 years? Uh, well, I think it was, it was started before my time, um, before I arrived. I, I believe it was a standalone for a little while. Uh, they may have uh, they may have actually co-opted with uh, with another school, um, but you know, hockey, uh, you know, for the most part, has been a real sport. I would say, you know, for probably the last ten years with uh, with Staples. You know, I. I I would I probably, if anybody's listening to this podcast who played before that, may take an issue with that. Um, and, and I'm sorry, I just don't, I don't recall. Uh, yeah, I know. Th- that's fine. I mean, we're, we're, we're trying to get much information. So, you know, because like for me coming outside, this is new and very exciting. By the way, I really love the idea. So this year, you guys have a really good team. I've been talking about it quite a bit. Is that you're, I think you're currently number three in the state and you're seven and two after last night's game. So talk about what the expectations are for this season. 
Yeah, well, I mean, that that's we, we started off, I, I, I should probably mention that we are a very young team. Um, so expectations were, you know, uh, we had a good season last year, um, and we were expecting a lot of players back. We only graduated a few, but we're, we're still, you know, uh, this year we're one senior, four juniors, and the rest are freshmen and sophomores on a 24-roster squad. So there's a lot of youth on the team. We're pretty excited. We're still learning to play together. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, uh, after la- last night, yeah, you, you mentioned that, the, that we're 7-2 and two now. Um, you know, we, we still have expectations of, of hopefully making a nice run in the States and, and, we, uh, and, uh, and uh, doing well in the FCX. Yeah, and it's interesting, like, you know, coming from us as a sports coverage you know, group, all we want to do is for you guys to do well. Because the more you play, the more we have to attend yeah. and, and to cover. So now the hockey, you know, like you said, great sport. I, I enjoy following all the time. But talk about the difficulties. I know I know we have the long shoring, but not having a home rink for the, the Staples High School. Do you think that plays into the fact of the numbers or is this just something that happens with the sport? I think it's it, it's hard. We you know we compete in a uh, uh, in a sport where there's there's a lot of talent in Fairfield County, um, and it's you know we do not have a developmental system here in in Westport uh, to develop players. So you know some of our the elite players in town uh, do end up going not going to to Staples. They end up going to uh, uh, independent schools um, to play at a higher level. And, you know, we lose players on that. I think that, um, you know, our feeder system and our whole program would probably be stronger if we would, you know, could have an active youth hockey program, you know, in the town. Um, I think there's, a, there, hopefully there's going to be more interest as, you know, this team does well. That's what we're hoping to, to raise the... Uh, right, because, I mean, I always thought that the Longshore Rink is an absolutely phenomenal scene, right? I mean, the backdrop is amazing. You're outdoors. I mean, I know that, you know, as far as the NHL goes, my favorite time of the year is when you do the outdoor games, right? At the beginning of the year, it's awesome. So, but I understand that that rink's not completely regular to play a game. Is that, is that a fact? Yeah, you know, we, <laughs> when, we when they first got that together, um, we were very excited uh, to try to play some outdoor hockey there. Um, we actually scheduled a couple games, uh, some winter classics, um, both the boys and the girls, and um, what we found or what happened was, besides the fact that it was not, I don't think it was, uh, you know, we'll put it this way, the, the biggest issue we have is holding lines. You know, being an outdoor rink and, and then the setup that we have there, we cannot get lines to stay down. And and when we did our game before, we had a bunch of very um, uh, ambitious parents that went out the night before and you know painted the lines out so that we could have the you know have the game the next day so i think we've only probably played one um one or two official games there in the whole time that i've been part of the program are there any games scheduled for there this year no there because of the the issue with the lines we cannot uh, you know we cannot get the lines to, uh, down and it's too much of an expense you know, at the end of the day. So. Yeah, I understand. It's like a, if there was one, I'm sure we would try to get. Yeah. So, so I, I want to touch, go back and touch on something you said. You talk about the feeder system, right? Is, is hockey for college, is it a sport that's a lot of the recruiting is done outside of the high school? Is that is that why you think that's happening like that? I, th- I think that what it is is that, you know, uh, girls who are playing in elite programs around here in this area are already kind of, Thinking about you know wanting to go to the, the highest level of hockey that they can they can play, 
Um, and we're still kind of developing that brand here. And I think the last couple of years has been great. And uh, in terms of developing it, we've got more more interest coming in um, to the program and, and hopefully more players will stay with us. Um, but, uh, but that's been kind of an issue and it's, it's not something that is, that is just happening here. It happens throughout the, the FCAC. Yeah, I think I've been seeing that as, as we go, as we cover more hockey. First of all, it's so it's such an exciting sport. And you also mentioned uh, some players that switch from figure skating into hockey. Yeah. How is it coach someone who does such an individual sport to come in and play in a team sport? You know, they first of all, like, you know, any, we, we love to see new players who can skate. That's the first part. You need to be able to skate. And someone who's in figure skates, they've had a lot of time on the ice. Um, you know, they know how to do, to use their edges. Their stopping is a little bit different, obviously. Um, and then we just got to get the, the, you know, get them to understand the, the, um, the dynamics of the game, you know, uh, the rules. Um, get their the stick work and their hands together. It's it's not something that happens overnight, you know. But it has, you know. We've seen players come in in their freshman year um, who are new, who are, you know, uh, in previous seasons able to play, you know, uh, playing the games, you know, later on, a couple of years down the road. Yeah, so. it's, it's fascinating, right? Because I mean, if you think of figure skating, so big in the Olympics, and now they're kind of switching to hockey, and that's amazing. Now, I want to go back and touch on something, go back again, uh, about you said you're a very young team uh, and a very young team that is off to a very hot start. When that happens, do, you th do, do, do the expectations now become we're going to make some noise in the FCAC, we're going to do well at States, or, still you, or do you still look at it as a developmental year? Oh, 100% developmental. I mean, it's not that it's developmental year. Um, you know, we look at every game as a step you know, it's, just, it's hopefully a step forward to getting better. We obviously, you know, I don't think any any coach or team wants to be playing their best at the beginning of the season. They want to be playing their best at the end. So we look at each game um, as a chance to just sort of go out and see, measure ourselves and see where we are and keep trying to improve. So, uh, yeah, we set goals, of course. We want to, you know, want to make the FCX, want to win the FCX. We want to make the States. Of course, we would like to do very well in the States. Um but, you know, we take it one game at a time um, and, uh, and, and, as I said, just try to learn from, from each, each uh, outing and, and get better. And who are the, big, the, the strongest programs in girls hockey in, in Fairfield County or FCAC states that you look at as your measuring sticks as the games go along this year? Uh, 100% uh, Darianne and New Canaan. Um, you know, they just play. They were both... Uh, uh, they were both undefeated last night, and they played a one-goal game. I think Darien won. So now Darien has the top spot in the state, um, and New Canaan's right behind him. So, you know, those programs have been in the top five uh, probably for about as long as I've been, been coaching, you know, with this team. Uh, they're very, very strong. Um, and, you know, the FCAC as a, as a, as a group, um, as a conference, uh, is very, very strong. Yeah, it's like every sport's like that, right? I mean, I, I look at, you know, as we cover different sports, and they always say you play out of conference games, it's one-level competition. You get in that conference, and it seems like Switch Joe's goes off. Yeah, I mean, it's good. I mean, for us, it's great competition. You know, we, we end up carrying uh, uh, two games with Darien and two games with, um, with uh, New Canaan. Um, you know, so it's, it's terrific, you know, work for us and opportunity for us. Uh, I will say, you know, thinking about it, it is interesting you know, that those two programs are not co-op programs. They're probably one of, you know, only, maybe they may be the only two. I haven't looked at it uh, 
maybe there's very put it this way there's probably no more than four or five um programs in the state that are not co-op uh, i believe at this point i don't oh i see so that's and that's probably is it because in you know and again i'm coming from a place i mean i know this port well but it's there's a lot of line shifts and a lot of changes so you've got to really can't be caught up in the ice when you have a small group it really hurts towards the end of the game doesn't it it can sure you know they 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 run pretty deep programs i mean you know we're we feel this year that we've got a you know we've, we've got a lot of talent um we're still young um but we're very excited for the next uh for the next couple of years for sure yeah, I mean, I you know, and, and this is obviously you saying how young the team is and doing so well. This is it's really looking good. Now, I also want to ask you this. So you mentioned about you know uh, players who go from ice skating to hockey and things like that. Um, now, someone who is you know listening out there who is in middle school or is trying to think about hockey, what is your best advice to kind of get into the program? You mentioned there was not much early on, but what should they be doing to kind of you know, boost themselves up to give them a really good shot at playing hockey at a higher level, especially in high school? Um, well, I think, in, are you talking about to get started playing hockey yeah. in general? Uh, uh, I young, would, let's say someone in, you know, sixth, seventh grade is trying to play uh, yeah, hockey. Yeah, there are, well, there are programs in Darien and Stanford and I think right. probably Bridgeport. There are rinks around the area um, that they could get started uh, playing. And, you know, girls hockey is also... Um, you know, just exploding uh, as it well. It is. I was going to so. say that. I mean, we're, we're seeing it. I mean, social media, it's all over social media, right? The league is, is yeah. really becoming really big. And that's got to really help boost the program. Yeah, I I think so. And, you know, we've seen more interest. I know that, you know, I had players the other night who were going straight from practice down to Bridgeport to watch the uh, uh, the women's game. Um, and, you know, again, I think it's, you know, it's a sport that – I, I it needs a little bit more advertising probably locally, um, which I think hopefully we're, we're getting. I mean, we've had some had some fun outings uh, down at um, at uh, Longshore last year uh, where the, some of the players skated with uh, uh, with the kids out there. And I think it was a, a library led uh, book uh, um, that they were promoting and it was a hockey book. So we had hockey players, both Matt's team, the boys team, and, and the girls team came out. And it was a great day. And, and we found a lot of young girls who were, you know, hey, you know what, that, that looks pretty cool. We'd like to like to get involved in that. So It is, because I still remember uh, when my oldest son was in rec soccer, and the high school boys came, and they were like coaches for a day, you know, on the third, fourth yeah. grade level. And they still have that picture. They still think about that game. It was one of the most exciting games they ever played. Yeah. Right? And, and it didn't do... I mean, and, and most of those kids end up playing soccer in high school because, you know, I'm not saying that's the reason, but that certainly helped. Yeah. Because it gives the, the young kids something to look up to. Yeah. That I can, you know, I can be there. I can do that. And them seeing them apply themselves. So that, that's great. Uh, so as, as you look at the season and the amount of games you have and the teams you're playing, uh, I just want to ask a little bit, you know, because we want to get the audience to kind of go out to the games as much as we can. Your home games are in Stanford. Is that correct? Yeah. So yeah. there are the Terry Connors ring by the water. There's very yes. nice spot. Oh, uh, it's. I think it's the best venue in the state, except for. I mean, the only one who probably tops it now is uh, Fairfield, who plays at the new Sacred Heart Arena. Um, they didn't play there. I did not know yeah. that. Yeah, they've got. This is their first year. But besides that, uh, the the best venue, um, ice and viewing and and everything. I think is honestly. Uh, uh, our home ice at Terry Connors. It is. I've been there, and, and everything is just so close to the ice, and the stands are up, so you really yeah. get an ev, ev, anywhere you sit in the arena, you get a really nice view. Yeah, and it's a it's a very nice venue. So, Coach, I just want to thank you so much for being here. 
was such a pleasure having you. Um, we want to get the word out as much as we can about the girls' uh, hockey team. Uh, we wish you guys go really far this year, you know, and and, and give us uh, a lot of a lot of uh, games and things to cover, and it'll be a lot of fun following you. Yeah, t terrific. And I'd say you know anybody who's interested in watching, you know, either you can come down to games uh, at Terry Connors, or you know we practice on uh, Tuesdays and Fridays uh, at um, at Longshore, six fifteen. Uh, okay. on Tuesday evenings and I think three o'clock on Friday afternoons. So that's interesting. You know, if you're wanting to go practice, yeah. and watch a practice and and uh, and ask any questions uh, that you might want of the coaching staff. That's phenomenal. Well, thank you so much. I want to end with a little bit of quick hits. I'm going to ask you some uh, questions, not too personal, but a little bit personal, so everybody can get to know you a little bit. Hopefully, yeah. your players and everybody else. All right, so let's get going, Coach. Pers morning person or night owl? Uh, morning. Texting or calling? Calling. Dogs or cats? Dogs. All-time favorite movie or series? Oh, gosh. I'd say recently I've seen so many, but uh, I, will, I will say... Ah, move, movie, we'll go, we'll go with a hockey movie. Uh, we'll go with Slapshot and Miracle. How about All that? All right, like, I like that, yeah. Two couple, couple, couple yeah of them. Staying with that, right? I yeah. love it, yeah. Okay, so... Roller coaster or bumper car rides? A roller coaster. Beach or sightseeing? Beach. Sweet or salty? Sweet. Then cake or ice cream? Cake. What three people would you bring with you if you were stuck in a desert island? Oh, God. <laughs> That's a good one. It's a thinking one. I always get everyone with that. Oh gosh, I'm gonna have to get back. I'm gonna have to get back to you. All right, we'll pass that. Right. Oh, I, you don't want to? I, I get it. it. What superpower do you wish you had? Oh gosh. Um, hmm. Uh, maybe getting another day. Uh, so that would be back in time. I like that time travel. Well, yeah, that sounds more like a regret, though. So we no, get that. No, I always think like if you think about you know if you and the next question going to feed into that, but it's like think about you know going back in time and maybe doing things a little different. It's not a regret. Maybe you do things better, right? Yeah, and you look, look at that. One. I, I would say, and if we can, you know, my connection. That's that's the thing I would you know I, I strive for is you know connection you know with the players or with people in general. I think it's really important. Awesome. Okay, what is your spiciest opinion that everyone disagrees with? Spiciest opinion that everyone disagrees like with? Like, for me, for example, it's the Jordan-LeBron debate in basketball, right? I'm a, I'm a Jordan guy, yeah. and a lot of people disagree with that. So it can be a sports, or it can be anything like that. Mm. What conversation you have with your friends when you're sitting there, and, and you say something, they go, you're out of your mind. I, I honestly, I don't really have one. I could have a bunch of different opinions. Of, you know, obviously, I'm a, Dol I'm a Dolphin fan, and uh, there's a lot of people who okay. have opinions about the Dolphins. They're not that good. <laughs> but, well, you know, it's a lot going on. I'm also a Ranger fraud. fan, yeah. and that's been a struggle as well. So, <laughs> Well, it's like, well, uh, what, the, the, you think about the Dolphins, it's funny. When I, was, I remember being in high school, and I had one friend who was a Dolphin fan and in, in, in Marino age, right? I mean, mm -hmm. that, that when yeah. Marino was playing. And... You sat right next to a Jet fan, and they would go at it day in, day, and the conversations were, were get crazy. But I always thought it was interesting because the Dolphin fans are very loyal fans, very loyal fans, yeah. very loyal fan base. You know, and, and it's, listen, you go with it. I love it.
Yeah. Uh, okay, so we'll go back to the, the question talking about going back in time. If you could go back and relive one day in your life, which day would that be? You can relive it as experience it, or you can go back and watch it. Well, right now, I'd like to, I would, uh, hmm. I can't impact it, though. You could. Let's just say you could impact it. Let's just say go back well, and do it over. Given that it's so fresh in my mind, I'd like to go back to this time yesterday and, uh, you know, before we took the ice against against Hamden last Hamden. night. So, yeah. you know, but... Uh, Listen, I know that when this is going to air on Monday, so it's going to be past, you're going to, you're playing tonight, but the Hamden Monday, the Hamden game, you know, I watched it and I thought you guys had a really, really good game. Just an unfortunate, a lot of things that went, didn't go your way that yeah, year. Yeah, we didn't have the puck luck, but you know, there's, there are certain adjustments, uh, uh, you know, we, as I said to the team, you know, this is a learning experience and we just, you know, we'll work on, you know, fixing a few things and getting better. Absolutely. Coach, the future is bright. I want to thank you again so much for being here and we'll fall into the end of the season and best of luck. All right. Thank you.